Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If we learned anything last night, it's that we have a lot of football left to play in this season. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. We thought we knew what we were going to watch last night. We thought the Miami Dolphins would cruise to a victory over Tennessee. We thought the Packers would continue to win and go beat the New York Giants. And we got anything but that. We got a wild, wild ending, especially for the Titans in Miami. Miami loses the game, even though they were up by two scores with three minutes left to go. They not only lose the game, Perloff, Tyreek Hill gets injured, even though he did return to the field, but now his status is in question. And they lost the top spot in the AFC. Yeah, and they lost Connor Williams, the uh, offensive lineman, another offensive line injury. That's really bad because you have to protect Tua. Tua Tagovailoa is a great quarterback when everything is perfect mm-hmm. and Tyree Kill is healthy and the offensive line is good. You saw in key plays last night, he couldn't scramble for the first down. Where, on the other hand, Will Levis could run through a brick wall. So I think you saw the limitations of what he can do as quarterback. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but if you need him to take over the game and win the game by himself, that's not happening. He needs to play point guard. And when his pieces are not all there... They're not a great team. Well, you're right about that. There is zero physicality in Tua's game. None. Because he can't afford it, you know, with the concussions last year and the spotlight on him. Like, I think they've removed all of that, any glimpse of that from his game. Not like he was a real physical runner before, but you can't, like, there's just no shot that he can do anything like that where Will Levis is, like, you know, taking the ball mm-hmm. and lowering his shoulder into safety. Like, that can't happen. There was a key fourth and two at the end of the game where yep. Tua had a bit of a lane. I also don't think he's super fast. So, he just, a lot of quarterbacks, I think, could have scrambled for that. And we probably take for granted how athletic most of these quarterbacks are now. Tua had no chance. Yep. So, he really has to have the guys around him be great. And the second Tyreek Hill left the game last night, the Dolphins were completely non-threatening on offense, which makes me think, oh my God, that guy is the MVP. He is the valuable player on that team. No doubt. And there was another time where, I mean, let alone like the defense to not be able to close out this game. I think some of it by design where they're up two scores. All right, you sag off of everybody. You're really just trying to make sure they don't get behind you and stuff like that. But the Titans scored so fast. And then all of a sudden the Dolphins go three and out. It's like, oh man, we got a ball game here. And the Titans had all their timeouts and they were able to move the ball again. But there there is another part here with Tua. He sailed a ball on Devon Achan and Achan got laid out. Do you remember this with Harold Landry, the linebacker? And then later on, similar play and Achan couldn't make the play. And I think he might have been seeing the linebacker coming across. Like that's on Tua. 
Yeah, and also you really, I mean, he's a running back, and he was in a wide receiver position. On, I think the second play you're talking about, there's no way a running back was going to make that play. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the thing. Waddle got destroyed on a play earlier, too. The way that offense works, there's a lot happening over the middle of the uh, field, so guys are going to take big hits. I feel like Jalen Waddle in his career in Miami, I, he's gotten a lot of huge hits. I, they make him vulnerable all the time, and he probably weighs, what, 175? He is not a big dude. So, yeah, I, I think the Dolphins feel fragile right now. They don't feel tough. Their defense feels tough. I think Bradley Chubb will he'll hurt somebody, and the cornerbacks are great. It just right now they feel really of all the contenders they feel really down. Yeah, and they lost Jalen Phillips to an Achilles. What was that oh, two that was games ago? And I playing think great this year. He was playing great, and I think also like the I think the defense got a lot of confidence from him. You know, and there was a, a scene in the in season hard knocks that they're doing with the Miami Dolphins where Jalen Phillips gets hurt, and you just see the teammates like, no, 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 and he's like, no, man, it popped. And the, his uh. other teammate, like, won't believe it. Like, he can't come to grips with the fact that Phillips might be hurt. Maybe they're reeling a little bit from that as well. So, wild game last night. And then on the flip side, the legend of De- of Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito grows. The Giants win three in a row. They're no longer in the hunt for a top pick and maybe a quarterback. Now we flip to they're on the fringe of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, we don't know for sure. They could end up with a number eight or nine pick, which could be a quarterback. There's a lot of quarterbacks possibly in this first round. I think the way the Giants operate, and you follow them closely, they always stick with their quarterback too long. So you know Daniel (laughs) Jones is going to be the starter week one next year. Even if they did, I I would like, they probably would have number two and drafted Marvin Harrison because they they seem to love Daniel Jones. And listen, I don't think Tommy DeVito is really going to push Daniel Jones, but he's the perfect backup for this team. Yeah, unless like, you know, sometimes like the backup can be more popular than the starter. Yeah. You know, that could definitely be the case because I don't think that Giants fans have a lot of patience for Daniel Jones. And meanwhile, on the flip side, you know, what happened with Jordan Love in this Green Bay, uh, you know, offense? Like they'd been awesome. Gangbusters, three wins in a row. Chargers, Lions, which was a really big one, of course. They beat Kansas City and you're like, we're in business here, even though Kansas City may have gotten hosed or did get hosed on a no uh, defensive pass interference call. They come on the road and Jordan Love just couldn't hit the ocean from the beach last night. No, he was bad. That one pick that he threw up in the air, uh, it didn't seem to like the weather last night. He just seemed uncomfortable the whole game. So I'll give him a pass. You know how I blame weather on everything. Uh, He was 25 for 39, 218. It was bad, but it wasn't a a total disaster. I honestly thought they were going to win the game. I, 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 when Saquon Barkley yeah. fumbled late in the fourth quarter, yeah, I thought and they they're definitely the going to win. Yeah. yeah, I did not see Tommy DeVito with the last second drive. Because <laughs> DeVito really wasn't moving the ball last night very well. It was a lot of Saquon. So, yeah, the the Packers blew a big game here because they're a playoff team. They still might be the, a playoff team because the bottom of the NFC playoff picture is so bad. Yeah, this is very disappointing. But then again, not shocking. You go on the road on a Monday night in cold weather I think the Giants are... are cold the, weather, though. The Packers. Like cold weather. They should be the best at cold weather. They, which, ironically, they, they haven't been. Well, it's funny because now the Giants are one game behind the Packers in, for that seventh wild card spot. I know. Yeah, Crazy. but they played the, the Eagles twice. I mean, 
Are the Giants going to win those games? What, what's going on here? <laughs> You're asking me? I don't, what, I don't have think Have the Eagles so. fallen that much? I look at the Giants' schedule and say there's, they're much more likely to get a top eight pick than to be in the playoffs. I mean, do they want to be in the playoffs? What's the point of that? I mean, the fact that they are where they are is maybe a miracle. I know Manny does not want to see his New York Giants in the playoffs. And I think for Green Bay, listen, it was a little, I don't say it was too good to be true with Jordan Love, but even Aaron Rodgers warned about this, yeah. right? He's like, there. you know, he was asked on McAfee last week. We'll see what he says uh, later this afternoon, but he was asked like, do you buy this with Jordan Love? And he said, no, because I'm not going to buy all the good and I'm not going to buy the bad. I'm not going to crown a guy and I'm not going to cancel a guy. Like we're too early to, you know, evaluate these quarterbacks. Yeah. We got to give him at least the full season. And he had been looking great, and now he really fell back to the pack last. Well, night. he did, but I mean, he did have what could have been a game-winning drive too. He he played okay in the at the end of the game, so it wasn't a total disaster. I, I something weird was happening last night in New York. Uh, there, it just didn't it was feel the like a normal of Tommy game. Tommy DeVito. There Once that lot, agent showed up, it was game over. Both not both games are a lot of fumbles, a lot of special teams miscues. Yeah, both games, you said, the, right? Yeah, the the rhythm was way off on this game for Jordan Love. Uh, he did make some plays in the second half, so I, I'm not writing off Jordan Love. I'm I'm fully on Team Jordan Love. Are you? You jumped off Jordan Love. Like I jumped off. Well, what happened was I was all about him in the preseason. Then he came out in Week One and beat like a, some terrible team like Atlanta, and he didn't look good. It took him half the season to get going, and now I'm back in. He does throw a beautiful pass normally. I mean, if you were just yeah, eyeballing it's not a quarter, fifteen yards out of bounds. Uh, I don't know. He wasn't that bad last night. He he had better than Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito, DeVito until the last. He came into the last <laughs> drive with 98 yards passing on the night. He it could rush run. For, rush for 70 yards. Can we hear Jordan Love, please, Manny? Says the play was just not good enough to win. Uh, not good enough. You know, um, <clears throat> obviously not good enough to to get the job done there at the end. And uh, obviously two costly turnovers um, hurt us a lot. So uh, just not good enough. Yeah, he's right about that. And facts. <laughs> More facts. I mean, judging on the final score, this is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. The, both of these quarterbacks got their facts in order. Um, you know, maybe it was starting to look like it was really clicking, and it's like, of course, you know, the Packers made the right decision, and they still did make the right decision. It's not about that. It was just how were we going to do this the easy way with Jordan Love or are we going to do it the hard way? And the easy way would have been going on a Lions-like run at the end of the season to have all this positivity building for next year. And now it looks like it's not going to be that easy. It's not going to be such a straight line. No, you're right. And Aaron Rodgers was right. It it never was going to be. But listen, they're up 22-21 against a pretty bad New York Giants team with a couple minutes left in the game. They should expect that defense to hold up. And they did. the defense really started to take on water, too, at the end of the game, which is always a thing with Green Bay. Say what you want about Jordan Love. And a big game is that defense and all those first-round picks all over the field ever going to show up. They've disappointed Aaron Rodgers. I think Jordan Love is a great move. And these receivers, Romeo Dobbs and Watson, they're all going to get older with Jordan Love. Yeah, I really like where they're headed. I, I know he's on a short-term two-year deal. I, I have a feeling it's going to be a decade of Jordan Love. And I'd be excited if I was a Packers fan. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. The Titans comeback, it's being called epic. They're the only team to ever come back from... 14 points down in under three minutes and win the game in regulation this century. But th- you know what's funny about that? It doesn't feel epic. It felt like that was on the normal flow of the game. It didn't even feel like they pulled off some miracle. They kind of just drove. <laughs> well, they just drove down the field with a bunch of screen passes where the running back went out of bounds. Sure. It wasn't like boom, boom, boom. They were hitting these massive plays. And somehow they left a minute 
plus for Tua Tagovailoa at the end of the game. It was a very unusual. Miami had the ball, and they couldn't take any time off the clock. It was a very weird kind of last four minutes. Oh, it definitely was, but it did feel like you've got to be kidding me because the Titans had given the ball away on a muffed punt and then on a fumble. It's like, and the Dolphins turned both of those into touchdowns. Like, you're not supposed to win that game. No, absolutely not. And the fact that Miami really did nothing on offense is shocking for this Miami team. And you you had an interesting point earlier. The 70-point win, 70-20 to over Broncos, is definitely skewing the Dolphins' overall offensive numbers. They don't feel like that offense anymore. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, so you're welcome to weigh in on what we saw last night because it was costly for Miami. You know, you cost the top seed in the AFC, which you would have had, close the gap on Buffalo and yourself in the AFC East. Now, listen, Miami's going to play Baltimore week 17, so this is going to get decided on the field, which is where it should get decided. But, you know, we still have a lot of football left to play. I'll reiterate that. Yeah, We have a lot to get to in terms of Shohei Otani as well, but I do want to bring attention to something we are doing this holiday season. So if you like to listen to our show on all of these incredible CBS Sports Radio stations, fantastic. We love it. Amazing. The free Odyssey app, always there for your Sirius XM channel 158. It's it's all perfect. If you like to watch our show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, we are doing something special right now for those audiences, which is if you hit subscribe, we are donating a dollar to the Boys and Girls Club for every person who subscribes from now till the end of the year. So if you want to do something nice, all you do is hit subscribe. We take care of the rest. It's going to be Pearl off myself. Our boss, Spike Eskin, is chipping in as well. It's a really great initiative for the Boys and Girls Club that we've kind of developed a relationship oh, with yeah. uh, going back to the Carson Wentz debacle. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> Carson Wentz debacle, which turned out to be a good thing because yep. we donated to all of former Carson Wentz's former cities, yep. Fargo, North Dakota, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Indy. Indy. It's hard to keep track of this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, now I think we have to decide where where the Boys and Girls Club, which is a great organization, and seems to fit a lot of sports ties in with Boys and Girls Club. How many athletes have talked about the impact that had on them as young teenagers? So there you go. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Anywhere you subscribe, then we donate to charity. So it's like you did something good, and all you did was click a button. There you go. Yeah, and you get to see my black eye, which... Yeah, healing nicely, by the way. It's healing. Well, I'm wearing glasses to hide it, but I showed up at jury duty yesterday after the show. Allegedly. And I got to tell you, all the guards were looking at me differently. Whoa, (laughs) is that guy, is he in here as a defendant (laughs) or is he in the jury? Uh, This is the toughest I've ever looked, I'm going to say. And that is not a high bar, man, because (laughs) I do not normally look tough. But if you're on YouTube, you'll be like, whoa, who's that guy? Is he an ex-boxer? What's going on with his eye? You look like you took... You know, a left hook. Yeah. Right to the temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you should have seen the other guy. The other guy was really, he had five stitches and a concussion. I, I know, think you keep mentioning this other guy. I think the judges, or excuse me, I think the, the guards were looking at you and thinking that you were maybe perhaps a victim. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah, he, he got, yeah, maybe. But here's the thing. So you're all red. You look like Rocky, really, yeah. just from that one eye. So it's kind of purple red. Yeah, it's going to get, I can see it starting to swell a little on the yeah, side. Yeah, I think the swelling might have already peaked. But you think it's going to swell some more? Well, that would be fortunate if the swelling already It's going to turn green and black and blue. It's red and uh, 
But there was also, <laughs> I didn't get stitches. There's super glue holding the cut together. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> it feels kind of janky. No, that's what doctors do now. It's it's less painful, and the glue, it makes sense. Why not put glue into a cut? If you're ever in an emergency, if your kid hurts himself, just glue that bad just boy up. Get the Elmer's yeah. out? Oh, yeah. It's basically <laughs> all stick. it is. It's, it's crazy glue. <laughs> well, you know, I got to be honest. Like, this is your toughest look, no doubt. Yeah. And it's going to turn a rainbow of colors. Yeah, this thing. it's going to be cool. Also, Proloff keeps insisting that he keeps going to jury duty. We're, we're just not mm. sure. Well, I can't say anything about jury duty, so I can't prove it. See, there you go. There you go. And this is why we're skeptical. First first uh, excuse right there. Yeah, it's like Perloff is like, I'm sorry, I've got jury duty for the next month. That can't be. Uh, the, yeah, the, grand jury duty, a month. The problem is we can't figure out where you'd be going because you're here in the morning, yeah. and then you leave like a little bit towards the end of the show yeah. claiming to go to jury duty. It doesn't make any sense, but we don't know what you'd be doing like we can't figure oh, out the, that other yeah, piece yeah. of the puzzle. I mean, it's it's what is uh what illicit could I yes. be doing at ten o'clock? You know what I'm thinking? I'm starting to put two and two together. Yeah, what is that? Well, he always talks about his love of wanting to be a defensive coordinator, right? He yeah. talks about wanting to. Oh, I got no, plans. He thinks he'd be a great defensive. Yeah, coordinator. I would be. Well, look, the Eagles are struggling a little bit. He's in his like oh. Eagles colored sweatshirt. <laughs> you are. Maybe he's you know doing some scouting. And yeah. he's sending sending some film over to uh, to Nick Sirianni saying, "Hey, this is what we got to do to turn the season around." You yeah. think he's hitting the turnpike after this and going straight down to Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, I think film? he's getting to the Novacare Center and uh, helping out the, the coaching staff. Connor Stallion style. I was about to go. say, I may or may not have showed up at a Central Michigan game in a fake mustache <laughs> the other day. It was you. <laughs> Did I maybe drop off a casserole at the DeVito household <laughs> the other night with two games coming up against the Giants? Possibly. You want everyone to get nice and fat over there. Am I driving around that block in New Jersey to see if I can find any tells from Tommy DeVito? <laughs> well, hiding in, well, hiding first of all, Tommy DeVito's closet. family is, I think, savvy enough that you show up with a black eye giving them a lasagna and they're not eating that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they know where that's coming from. Yeah. It's probably some rat poison in it or something. Yeah. No, I'm actually, we don't like this guy. I'm actually sitting in my apartment with these headphones trying to decipher what, yeah, here we go, <laughs> means. A, here we go. Here we go. Here trying we go. to decipher what it means. I mean, to me, it seems like the same three words over and over again, but they're a completely different meaning. So I'm on a special project for Sean Desai. See, we knew he wasn't going to jury duty. All these things make way more sense. But actually, you guys know me pretty well, and you know how much I value lunch. So the amount of research I put into the best lunch places near the jury duty place was intense. Oh, I'm sure there's got to be whole articles written about this. Yeah. So know what I ended up with, though? I couldn't find anything, and I went to Chipotle. And I'm going to do it again today. Wait, wait. Say say that word one more time. Chipotle. (laughs) (laughs) Man, he's offended. How do you guys say Chipotle? (laughs) Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle? Sorry. I think we would also accept Chipotle. No, I'm just kidding. Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle. You said Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle. Littering and smoking the reef. Chipotle. The shot of the day will be at 9.50 appropriately, approximately. When, you, when you guys, well, I'm not going yeah, to be here. here. You guys will know exactly what it Chipotle. is. Chipotle. There right? Is that not Chipotle. what I said? Oh, I said Chipotle. not. Chipotle. 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 <laughs> it sounds okay. like you're saying the same word over and over again. Let's get back to Tommy DeVito. Forget about it. <laughs> That's not helping. Forget. <laughs> hey. 855 
Check on the sauce. I don't need Sto <laughs> I don't need the gabagool. Give me the chipotle. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just officially been butchered. So, somewhere a little part of Tommy. Am I ruining the Tommy the video experience? About, we went from Gabagool Italian. Now we're talking about Chipotle Mexican. <laughs> where where are we now? In the where in the world is Andrew Perloff? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> now yeah. we're in Texas. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. By the way, Dak sounds like Patrick Mahomes, which is the weirdest thing about this entire. None of this is maybe that's why he's playing so well. I know. I was thinking about that. <laughs> This is a movie where Dak like steals all of Mahomes' powers. And now and they Mahomes flip bodies. Oh, by the way, we gotta get into later. Mahomes Freaky is, Friday. Freaky we Friday. gotta get into Patrick Mahomes' apology later in the show because Maggie's on team anti Kansas City Chiefs. I think they redeem themselves. And I think even you have to get back on that bandwagon. After no. this heartfelt apology from yeah. the man Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, heartfelt hostage video is forced to apologize because the Kansas City Chiefs were totally in the wrong. We've got an update to that story. We've got the Shohei Otani contract details, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Maggie and Perloff, do not move. We're back in just a moment. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. If you went to bed early and missed the end of both bizarre football games, the Giants come away winners over the Packers. Don't ask me how. Tommy DeVito, forget about it. And (laughs) the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Miami Dolphins suffer a bad loss for the number one seed. But the other thing, too, is the health coming out of Miami was worrisome. Tyreek Hill hurt his ankle, came back in the game, it was in and out. Connor Williams, offensive lineman, hurt. So now Teron Armstead's hurt. A lot of issues here with Miami. Felt like this idea that they were a favorite in the AFC slipping away a little bit. Let's go to the phones, 855-212-4CBS. Charlie is in Vancouver. Good morning, Charlie. How you doing? Good morning, guys. Doing great. Hey, uh, not to make light of a heavy subject, but we need to talk to Perloff's family and see if we can donate his brain. Chipotle? What are you talking about, man? Chipotle. You went to Dartmouth. You can talk better than that. <laughs> Don't let the Ivy League degree fool you, Charlie. He's just as human as the rest of us. Charlie, I said Chipotle. <laughs> and it's still wrong. It, Chipotle. Exactly. Chipotle. Exactly. But I'm hearing Chipotle in my head. Anyway, Mags, <laughs> yep. your idea for the new uh, Pro Bowl for uh, Peyton and, you know, identifying the center, 
we can't do it because we already have something in football where the term sack is used, and I don't <laughs> think we need to confuse it. Well, but Charlie, think outside the box here. You know, we don't want an HR violation. I think that Peyton and Eli said they could recognize their center if they were blindfolded. Taking a snap from him, say they had, you know, 50 tushies up there, they would know exactly who their guy was. And I say, let's gamify that. Let's make that into a Pro Bowl thing. Did you say tussie? <laughs> I've got a four-year-old dog. I was about to say. And I'm already a little bit in hot water because I kept cursing last week. Yeah. So I'm trying to lighten things up. We could call this event the sack exchange. Yeah, right. Like, like the, the old Jets. jets. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it is easy. It, it, kind of the jokes write themselves here. I just think we have an opportunity here. That'd be pretty funny. Do you think that all these Pro Bowl quarterbacks can, like, they know their centers? Uh, you know what? Just I, by I'm not sure I want to know. <laughs> It's taking a snap. It's not groping. I don't know. HR might get involved in this. I love Does, how you guys think there's HR where in the NFL. Did you tell me the that Pro Bowl? There's got to be HR departments for these teams. No, in the teams for sure. But this is the Pro Bowl. It's like uh, international waters. Oh, okay. Can you imagine the HR department at New England and Bill Belichick says something <laughs> sideways, how that conversation would go? I, I, uh. I bet it's fast. <laughs> it's a quick meeting like all of his. Dennis is in Union City, California, ready to do some victory laps off the Shohei Otani news. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Hey, how are you guys? Um, I'm very happy with Otani. I'm glad he's a Dodger. You know, he's a Dodger. I'm a big Dodgers fan. And uh, it'll be worth it, uh, even if we have to pay a little more, uh, you know, in his, for the Dodger dogs, because they're good and he's worth it. You know, Dennis, the way that the contract, congratulations, because this is a huge day for the Dodgers. I mean, yeah. you're used to these big days because, you know. You're the Dodgers. The, you're the Dodgers. There's no shortage of stars on this team. But this was the big fish. And you landed him, so congrats. But not only that, you landed him, and he's going to make $2 million a year for the next 10 years. Then as soon as he is out of this contract, the payments balloon up to $68 million per year. So are the Dodger dogs going to get that much more expensive? I think they're expecting that. I guess, yes, you'll pay a little more for concessions. I think they believe Otani is going to make them all this money back in 10 years. Yeah, um, listen, the thing about baseball is one guy can't win a World Series. You need multiple guys. They already have one of the top five stars in the league in Mookie Betts. Another former MVP in Freddie Freeman. So they're the Dodgers. They they can afford everybody. I'm not worried about the economics. And you know what? About this uh, Otani recruitment, it had to be the Dodgers. You're telling me that the Blue Jays, the Angels, the Cubs, the Dodgers, when they want somebody, can get anybody they want. My question, too, is forget I think, all that. But he did them a huge favor. This, but, To me, this is less about. Not the, really, though. Well, I mean, in the short term, like to win World Series, he just did them a huge favor. Right, but I we have to we have to really get to the bottom of this. I don't think I understand that he's deferring his money, but I think it gets a luxury tax. They look at the totality of the contract, right? He's not he's getting two million dollars a year, but that's taking up more of the luxury tax than just two million dollars. Okay, but I'm reading this on the Athletic from Fabian Ardaya, who covers the the Dodgers in an effort to enable the Dodgers to continue spending around stars Otani, Betts, and Freeman. Otani agreed to defer all but two million of his annual salary until after the completion of the contract, and it's going to be paid out without interest from 2034 to 2043. Right. Like this has to be a help. If it, if it counted against the 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 competitive balance tax the right. same. It wouldn't be helping the team. Well, right. Well, he didn't sign us. According to the competitive balance tax. Tax. Yeah. Thank you. I have trouble putting CBT. those. Through. The CBT. CBT. 
his contract's worth $460 million in U.S. dollars today. So that's what's counting against the CBT, which is more than, I think that's more than any player, right? With Trout 420, the biggest one. Mm-hmm. So it's still a huge deal. I, I It's not $2 million against the tax. No, it's $46 million, I guess, yeah, against so, the tax. Which is uh, still a huge deal, but that still leaves room. It's amazing. The Dodgers are right back in on the other huge players on the market. So I'm curious, because uh, EJ and I were looking at their lineup. They're a bit top-heavy. After you get through Mookie Betts, Shohei Otani, and Freddie Freeman, yeah, you're dead. Then you're just down that. to then you're just down to normal all stars and <laughs> yeah, not Hall of Famers. I know, and then and then all of a sudden a pitcher basically just takes his ball and goes home. <laughs> I mean, yeah, once you get past that lineup, good luck. Listen, it's a great thing that Otani did. I just. Otani's never going to be able to spend half his money in his lifetime. Who cares? No, the, the guy has probably already secretly made so much money off his endorsements. They're saying $40 million, but he's a god in Japan. He has nothing to worry about money. It doesn't even matter to him. No, it might not, it, but that doesn't – I'm just still wondering if this is a good deal or not. Like, take away, take that away, right? Because, you know, you could be the richest person in the world. You can still make a bad deal. You might not feel the repercussions like somebody who's living paycheck to paycheck, but – like, I just don't know if this is a good deal for him or a bad deal because you're deferring so much. Your contract is going to be worth less in 10 years than it is now. Right, but it's still, if you look in today's dollars, it's the biggest deal in baseball history. No, it is, but like if you look at what the value of money is in 10 years, it's less than it is now. But they looked, they everybody did the math. It was a, no mystery. They weren't like, ooh, we got one over on Shohei. No, I don't think they, so. Everyone knows the value, the exact value of this contract. But I disagree with you about one thing, though. It, it's a good deal because this will help him win a World Series, and he's never going to be able to spend half his money in his lifetime anyway. So isn't that more valuable? Well, I'd say it's a Tom thing, Brady philosophy. I would say first thing, well, that's a salary cap. This is a suggestion for the Dodgers. That This is this is a, you just have to pay more. There's not a hard cap in the sport. I but it functions I imagine, like... I can't imagine that the Players Union would be thrilled about this either, that you have a guy who... Could have made six hundred, maybe I don't know if he gets seven hundred million in a non-deferral deal. But like, would you prefer them taking these kind of deals as opposed to the you know two million per year that Shohei's going to be taking? It's always tough, right? It's like, what did you do for the next guy? And that's why I wonder. That's why this was eyebrow raising to me because the staggering amount of deferred money reported six hundred eighty million dollars of deferred money, but. Some guys will take defers. Max Scherzer took deferred money. It's like less than half of what this is. Why don't guys do this more if it's such a slam dunk great idea? Like everyone wants to be Bobby Bonilla. Because, Bobby Bonilla, that's $1.1 million, the, the payments. This is $68 million that they believe. And, and he was like, he was washed. And he too. was not a good player. Yeah, like that's different. Like he he cashed out when he probably didn't deserve the cash out in terms of just his level of play at that time. Like this is a guy who's a superstar who's going to be making peanuts when it comes to his actual salary for the next 10 years. Yeah. I don't know how that's necessarily good for the next guy who's going to get a big contract. Because he's still got $700 million. Like, this is this is a weird, it seems exploitive, but it's, a, it's accounting more than anything else. It feels like they're skirting the system. Not that Otani's necessarily getting a bad deal or that, they're, or that the Dodgers are pulling one over on Otani. It does feel like, it shouldn't be legal. <laughs> it feels like if you're mm. going to pledge $70 million annually to somebody, you should come closer to actually giving them $70 million. Yes. Like, there's no penalty for them to give him so much per year because they're only going to give him 
two mil when it actually matters. Like, like it, they got a superstar on layaway. Right. It's it, and it allows them to go get other people. Like it, if they sign Yamamoto now because they have extra money now. Yeah. Because they're writing him right. sixty-eight million dollar checks in twenty thirty-nine. It's spoiler: they, Yamamoto doesn't get paid until the year three thousand. Right. Like that's right. what's going to happen. <laughs> so but, it all sounds good for the Dodgers. It does. Yeah. I just wonder: was this available to any other team? Like, was this deal available to the Yankees, to the Toronto Blue Jays, to anyone else who was in on so Shohei? I think the thing that we. I don't know if you guys have mentioned this yet, but he also, when the first numbers came out, the estimate was he was going to pay $34 million a year in California taxes. Mm. Yeah. And now the $68 million checks will not be issued in California. Right. So whatever, so that to Wherever me is, he's going to live. Right. So right. that to me is where the money, the non-interest balances out. He's clearing more money. Right. Down the down the road, and so that makes this unique too. You know, Players that go to Texas or Florida, they don't need this. But they, I I heard someone say that that's not a done deal. That that, that California, California is still going to claim that money. They, they because might. it Los Angeles is a California corporation. It's not that simple. Right. Well, see, and that's funny, and that's why I said it felt like this is a more risk than he needs to take on. What if all of a sudden you're getting into some kind of you know what match starts with a P with the state of California to try to wrestle yeah. back state income taxes like for a soccer you. player, something like that. And and honestly, this is what leads to I think in some place for soccer players. I'm not saying this is going to happen with Otani, but this is what happens with them getting having to um, face legal issues about not paying back taxes, like yeah, Lionel course. Messi and Ronaldo. They got into some serious trouble. Well, Otani should pay his taxes. Well, but on what number? Uh, right. Well, on $68 million. When he gets that $68 million check, he should pay whatever the appropriate taxes okay, are. Okay, but if he's not a resident of California anymore, then why would he pay that in California? Because it's a California company. I mean, listen, let his lawyers figure it out. Either way, I, I don't think it's a huge deal because you said, what about the next player? The next player is going to be on the open market. He can take any craft any kind of deal he wants to take. If the Twins are offering him deferred money, he could go to the Twins. If he wants immediate money, he could go to the Royals, whatever. Yeah, I think that all these players are fine, and and I love what we say this paltry $2 million a year. No, I mean, he's got endorsements. Again, yeah. this isn't about whether Otani is poor or not. Is poor. No, he's a millionaire many, many times over. Right. It's what a, was it a good deal or but would not? You, would you guys do this? If I was a Dodgers and I came up to you at Shohei Otani and said, hey, I have a deal that is going to let us build great players around you too and help us win the World Series and you're still going to get this massive windfall pretty much the same amount of money you're going to be the highest paid it's the most valuable contract ever but we can also help the team now wouldn't that be interesting to you I would not take this deal. I don't think I don't know if That's I me. would. Yeah. Why? Because first of all, you already have a really good team around you. So it's not like why is it I know Mookie Betts mm. had some deferred money, but why is it on me to have to make the big sacrifice? When everyone like, well, because you're getting seven hundred million dollars. Because you have you have more money than you'll ever be able to spend in your life. You're basically a billionaire. Okay, but that's not the point. That if if let's and you won't be. I disagree. I think that is the point. I think that's the old Tom Brady dilemma. I know, but then I could say to the Dodgers organization, you have more money than you're ever going to be able to spend. Like that, we always forget about this. Whatever the players are getting, there's someone cutting that check who's infinitely richer. Right. So I could go to the Dodgers and the Guggenheim group and say, you guys, there's no hard cap here. There's nothing that's saying you can't go into the competitive balance tax and pay through the nose if you want me and Yamamoto. Like, I, it, there's just nothing stopping you. I except think for that's money. unrealistic, though. I mean, I don't think anybody expects the Dodgers to go three times more than every other franchise in history uh, with their salary cap. They're not. I, I, I think yes, I understand what you're saying. The Dodgers have infinite money in a sense, but still, they're not going to 
they're not going to go that much into the luxury tax. I think this helps the team. Again, the, like you get, there's some penalties, draft picks, stuff like, stuff like that, some compensation, but you're all in. So what does it matter? Because I, you know, it matters. I mean, re- realistically, you're saying so. Say, what's the highest payroll? Three hundred fifty million. Yeah, well, you're the, saying the, the Dodgers Mets, should pay. Yeah, the Mets three fifty. So you're saying the Dodgers might as well go up to four point seven billion dollars if that's if, what they can do. No, I'm just saying there's nothing really stopping you except for money, which you have in truckloads. And this is an um, this was an unprecedented free agency. I do think there is a cap on how much they're going to spend. I don't really think that they're like, well, we're going to outspend that three hundred million by twentyfold. I mean, yes, somebody, the richest person in the world, Jeff Bezos, wanted to pay a hundred billion dollars for a team. You could do that, but that's never going to happen. Uh, Andrew Bogus has headlines. We've neglected them. We're are sorry about that. There's no neglect. Uh, the Packers still have a wild card spot this morning, but now they are one of five teams at six and seven with the Giants one game behind them all. Snap is good. Kick on its way. End over end, and it is good! And the Giants have beaten the Packers 24-22. Bob Papa, Giants radio, Randy Bullock, a game-ending 37-yarder after Tommy DeVito drove the Giants 57 yards in 90 seconds. This is three wins in a row for New York. Snapping the Packers' three-game run, Green Bay again still has the last NFC wild card this morning, but head coach Matt LaFleur's team is 6-7. and seven. But we better have a short memory. you got to learn from it and move on. And we're on a short week now against a team that also in Tampa that's, that's fighting for their playoff lives. And this is the Packers' first December loss in 17 games under LaFleur. Uh, losing in December, not new for the Dolphins. Winless last December, now last night's fourth quarter meltdown at home against mm. the Titans. Miami scored the first 17 points of the period for a 14-point edge. Then a lot of touchdown, gave the ball right back to Tennessee, allowed another score to lose 28-27, a philosophical Mike McDaniel postgame. You have things like that happen in a game, you're going to lose. Um, and uh, th- those are lessons that are learned usually one way. And that's the hard one. McDaniel also has to worry about <laughs> Tyree Kill's lower left leg injury. He missed the middle of the game, came back, then didn't stay on the field consistently at the close, the Miami loss means the Ravens now alone atop the AFC at 10-3, and three, and the Packer loss clinched a playoff spot for the 49ers. Andy Reid admitted yesterday Kadarius Tony did not check properly with the official before being called for offside Sunday, but the Chiefs head coach didn't really back off his criticism of said official. He also said they will not give up on Tony after another crucial mistake mm-hmm. because he is a playmaker although the numbers seem to disagree. I think his longest play this year is 18 yards, which maybe says a lot about Oh, but him. what about the lateral uh, on the play he was offside? It doesn't he count. He ran for 23 yards or something. It doesn't count. Wiped it away. If I'm Andy Reid, I would not play him. I know, I know he's a very talented player, but the risk is too much here. I mean, he didn't play, I don't think, the last three plays of the game Sunday. I don't think okay. he was out there after that. I'm just confused by saying, again, Tony did it wrong. He was offside, but the refs still suck. There was yeah. no no, yeah. no apology, yep. no back backpedaling at all from from Andy Reid yesterday. Still seeing they look all like sorts of petty. even worse whiners now mm-hmm. to know that Tony didn't even check with the ref because uh, that was the initial report that came out. He did check over with the ref. Yeah, but then, who is that? They didn't say he checked with the ref. No, I think that was a, from like, the or CBS. Or or no, it was a CBS truck. Someone who was working in the truck at CBS tweeted it, and then they deleted it. 
But hmm. there, there is video of him coming to the line and looking to his left, and then he does nothing. So yeah. if the official, maybe the official responded to him, yeah, and then he didn't back up. I so, mean, I cry some more, Chiefs. Haters. Yeah, uh, people <laughs> like me. NBA <laughs> last night, Kawhi, Paul George, James Harden combined for 74 points in a 132-127 victory over the Blazers. The Clippers have now won 9 of 12 after a six-game skid, and the well-rested Sixers smoke the Wizards 146-101. Guys, back to you. Andrew Bogish, thank you so much. Coming up, I'm going to try to convince you of something big that's going to happen at the end of this football season. Guys, if you have a hat, hold on to it. We're doing that next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. 50 tushies up there. Dolly Parton having a moment again. Why not? Although, did she ever really go away? We just saw her on Thanksgiving. I know. In a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader outfit. <laughs> she's 77. Amazing. I say she's back, but she didn't go anywhere. She's always been here the whole time. She literally did not move on that stage. <laughs> Would you, Manny? That's a hell of a costume. 855-212-4CBS. Maggie and Perloff. Another duo that needs no comeback because we've been here all the time. Another iconic duo. (laughs) Uh, Okay. We had to talk about this because last night we saw a couple backup quarterbacks have really big Mm. nights. Will Levis coming through for the Tennessee Titans and Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito coming through for the New York Giants. So let's do a little something we like to call, let me convince you. And this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. If you're stuck in a timeshare and want out, get a contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Now, despite the fact that Tommy and Will Levis both did a great job last night in pulling off upsets, I believe that the two best backup quarterbacks playing right now mm. are the immortal Joe Flacco okay, and the legendary Jake Browning. Okay. And not only that, with no disrespect to Gardner Minshew, but beyond that, I think that both Flacco and Browning Perloff are not only the best backups, but they also have a chance to be this year's Nick Foles. And by that, I mean it's possible these backups could win a Super Bowl, and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, they're both playing in the AFC, which is like a, a jumbled mess right now. Besides the Baltimore Ravens, Give a team in the AFC that you 100% trust. We just saw Miami lose two-score lead in the last three minutes of the game last night to to Will Levis and the Titans. And the Chiefs' offense is clearly not the same. There's just so much happening in the AFC. There's not a clear-cut winner. For the Cleveland Browns, this defense still is elite, much like Flacco in his prime. (laughs) And Flacco only has to really be upright here for like two and a half months. Now, he's 38, but that offensive line is not bad. The run game is still okay. And you're not asking for Flacco for a full season behind a crappy offensive line like Mm. when we last saw him with the Jets. You're not asking for that. This is different. It's a different assignment. He just has to distribute, and Flacco can do that just like Nick Foles was able to. And then go to Jake Browning. Totally different situation because he's been on many rosters but hasn't gotten any playing time. Now you're seeing what he can do in the NFL. And what he can do is be accurate. That's the biggest thing you always want from a backup quarterback. You don't want him to turn the ball over. And in the last three games he's played, he's delivering the ball at over a 72% completion rating. The guy does not make a ton of mistakes. And... 
while the Cincinnati defense doesn't jump off the page with you in terms of like their numbers and stuff, they have one of the best defensive coordinators in the league in Big Lou Anarumo, and they still have all their weapons with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Mixon playing well now and all of that. So you're in a good spot here. So, yeah, I, I like all those things you said. You convinced me that they're both dangerous teams. Yeah. But when you say Nick Foles, that means win the Super Bowl. Okay, well, here's the thing. The Eagles were underdogs in that Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. And right. I think a lot of people thought Tom Brady, who threw for 500 yards in that game, was going to win. Once you get to the big game, then it's just a game. Right, right. But I'm he, talking about getting through the AFC. Uh, here's the other difference. So Nick Foles was at home that entire playoffs. And I, uh, maybe Cleveland gets a home game. But generally, those guys are both going to have to do it on the road. And you really see Jake Browning and Joe Flacco getting through this AFC playoff. I The other thing, too, is backup quarterbacks. How many games of tape do they have on Jake Browning? And our, Joe Flacco, as good as he was, he was amazing against the Jags on Sunday. He almost gave that game away about five different times. He is Joe Flacco. I, I almost, I, the whole time you were talking, I'm like, wait, are we talking about the same Joe Flacco <laughs> yes, everyone on earth gave up on last year? Yeah. And now Joe Flacco is elite again after two games? Well, I'm not saying he's fully elite, but I don't know if you need to be at this point. So because you're saying your it's a function so of the Browns. Yep. Yes, but is that really going to get, is it enough to get you through this AFC playoffs? Well, again. I'm, I'm partially, I'm, I'm convinced, you convinced me that they are good quarterbacks and these are good situations and dangerous teams, but you can't talk about getting all the way through the Super Bowl. Okay, I know that this was with Burrow, but the Cincinnati Bengals were road warriors when they got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, with Joe Burrow. Well, with Joe Burrow, but if Jake Browning can distribute to the same playmakers that Joe Burrow was distributing to, then he can't, he's poor man's Burrow. And Burrow's like top of the heap, so poor man's Burrow is not terrible. Are you sure that America's not embracing Jake Browning like they did Josh Dobbs four weeks ago, and then... He's better than Dobbs. Well, yeah, but Dobbs was, I mean, we sat here in this studio and you guys said Josh Dobbs was great. I was here. I mean, I, I heard it. I just tell you, backup quarterbacks have a certain arc that is very traditional. And I'm not quite sure where Jake Browning's going. That I'm partially convinced and you made really good points, but I would tend more to believe that Jake Browning and Joe Flacco come to earth a little bit. Well, part of the argument is that the Chiefs no longer look like the that- all-out juggernaut. And we've got more evidence about what happened in that controversial moment against the Bills, things that came out yesterday. You're going to hear all about them next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.